0: What it do, what it do, what it do. This is the Richard Junkies podcast on the Sports Pulse Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Brooks. And, of course, I have with me Marcel. Marcel, say what's up to the people. What's going on, folks? What's going on, man? Just a couple of days ago, Russell Westbrook breaks the big O's triple-double record, man. 182 uh, triple-doubles in hundred in less than – or in hundred games less than Oscar Robertson took to do it. Um, what were your thoughts, man? How great is this record?
1: Um, it's it's fantastic, man. Especially how they kept running all the, you know, the interviews from, you know, twenty years ago about, you know, people saying that this record would never be broken and they were so adamant about that. And, you know, Jason Kidd specifically said there's nobody on this earth that will break this record. Little did he know that there was probably, you know, it was some ten or twelve year old kid. Uh, in his driveway at that moment shooting hoops that's that's going to come into the league and, and, and break necks and, and break records named Russell Westbrook. Um, it, it, it was fantastic, man. Um, I was, you know, I was reminiscing about um earlier this season how they, you know, they were bringing it up. And I was like, man, there's no way he's going to break that record this season. Um, And then he went on this run since the All-Star break. And I think Drew Gooden was the one saying that um, he, was, uh, he felt slighted that he wasn't uh, an all-star. Um, he's certainly playing like that in the, in the second half. Um, so, you know, maybe that was the juice that he needed to uh, put his foot on the gas a little bit more. And, um, you know, I'm sure he wasn't playing to break the record. He just, you know, I, I, I believe that he's playing within the game. Um, you know, he's just playing his game and, you know, the stats come to him. <laughs> Um, so i'm i'm very i'm very happy man but i'm going to say two things here um one what overshadowed it for me was the loss um that we took to atlanta um and that terrible shot the terrible last play execution that we had and the way that we lost that game um honestly i didn't i didn't care that he broke the record that night um there's obviously a bigger picture and the bigger picture is winning um and 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 to be to be really honest, like I I, I kind of have gotten tired about hearing about it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's every day. is, you know, uh, is, is Russell Westbrook playing for stats or you know, blah 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 blah. Whatever the argument is, but uh-huh. I'm glad he's passing now, so we can stop hearing about it. My second thing is the second issue I had with it. Um. I'm I'm a fan of Westbrook's. I always always have been, you know, I've always been a critic of his game, but I've always been a fan of his regardless of what team he was playing for. Um so, so he's obviously on our team now, but something that I can't shake is that he still kind of feels like he's a rental and he's not not really here for the long term. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of like, ah, well he did it wearing a, a Wizards uniform, but does it really matter if he's here for like this year or next year and that's it. And he's out. Um, that's not something that we're going to retire his number off of, or, you know, we're not going to continue talking about that in two years if he's gone. Um, cause it's not, it's not really going to matter at that point because it really didn't mean anything to this franchise. Um, Although he did break some Wizards records, you know, obviously this season, um, I, I guess he's leading the entire franchise in triple doubles already, um, which says something about our team. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> um, but but yeah, man, th- those are my thoughts, man. I'm very happy for the man, though. I'm very happy for the man. I just I need him to start attaching wins to these, uh. To these 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 crazy uh numbers that he's putting up, man. That's that's my only thing.
0: Yeah, and, and I hear you I and mean, that that little um caveat that you made about Jason Kidd, I even saw one, I don't know how, how real the quote is or how real the thing is, but um it was Jason Kidd saying, you know, he would take himself out of, take himself out of games when he's a rebound away or an assist away from a triple double because you know, it wasn't about the stats, it was about the wins. Especially in like in the fourth quarter and the late in the third quarter whatever it may have been and the blowout win, which, you know, fuels a lot of that conversation about Russell Westbrook only doing this only doing what he did for stats. I mean, the one thing that you and I can both say is that the man's always gonna play hard and he's always gonna go balls to the wall, which is why he gets these so many triple doubles, which is why he's the best rebounding guard in history. But um yeah it was a, it was a great to see him achieve the record. I wish there were wins attached to it because you and I were talking about the Wizards should go 36 and 36. We've now lost two games in a row. So the best we can do is 34 and, and 38 right now um with our last two games going up against uh the, the Pacers and the Hornets and we got to win that, those two games just to become the 8th seed. Um, with, the, with the Hornets losing uh, last night's game to the uh, to the Clippers, so yeah, we know that Russell Westbrook wins about 75 percent, 70 percent of those games that he gets a triple double in. But these these next couple games that are coming up, th- those need to be part of that percentage because you get that eighth seed, you only need to win one game, rather than have to win just one in order instead of having to win two as a tenth seed right now. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um,
1: I do want that one seed of uh, uh, the eight seed. Excuse me. Um, we're gonna end up playing that one seed, right? I I, I, th- I think that's how it's it's still
0: working. Yeah, if you. Yeah, if we win that first game against uh, the Pacers, then we would have to win. You have to play against the winner of the seventh eighth game because the seventh eighth winner will be the seventh seed, obviously. So, yeah. yeah. With the eighth seed and end up playing against the uh 76ers if they hold out with this one seed. Okay.
1: Um yeah, man, we we need these last two. We need we need to beat Cleveland tonight and we need to beat Charlotte. Um no bill tonight, obviously. Um Cleveland could be a scrappy team, man. I think they beat us earlier this season. Um it, it may it may have been twice. Or maybe I'm tripping. I think we're a,
0: two and one over them right now.
1: Two and one, okay. Yeah. But I think I remember that first game we played them. Um, it was bad. It was a bad game, man. We um, we, we kind of let them just do whatever they wanted. Um, I think defense is the key tonight. And like you said, uh, Pacers and and Charlotte, they both lost last night. So our two losses from the from Atlanta we didn't lose any ground thank goodness um uh, we're still a game behind the AC um it's looking like the you know some Sabonis just got hurt and I mean, it remains to be seen what's going to happen with him All right. uh, but the Pacers and the Hornets both have a a tougher remaining schedule than we do um so if I had to put my money on it I would say that we're going to end up in the AC but you know Playing without Brad has obviously been a major issue that we cannot
0: shake this season. Um I mean, it's hard to replace thirty points a game.
1: Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. Like, it, 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 it. I, I definitely think that we could do it. Like, do it by committee, right? Like, we have enough people that could contribute. But Scott Brooks, man, like this dude's rotations are just the wackiest thing I've ever seen in basketball.
0: Yeah. How do you have Daniel Gafford score 16 points for three quarters and then not play him at all in the fourth? It's, oh, it's, oh, a, it's a weird situation right there, man.
1: He didn't hear Brooks. It was, it was fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> the boy was fatigued. <laughs> Make NBA it
0: player getting fatigued in, the three, in three quarters of play.
1: Oh, my God. Man, not even three quarters because he didn't play the first quarter. He didn't come in until, like, midway in the second quarter. So the the dude played did he play in the fourth quarter? I don't think so.
0: No, he didn't play in the, in the fourth quarter.
1: So this dude played two quarters. I think 17 minutes or something like that. Um went off. Went off and this guy sits him. I I wouldn't be surprised if this this idiot Scott Brooks um starts Gafford tonight. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Yeah, that, uh, this, it'll be a makeup call for what he did on, on the other day.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I honestly don't know like what Alex Lynn must have like some, some, some embarrassing pictures of Scott Brooks or something like that. He's blackmailing him somehow. I don't understand how this dude is still starting. He's the third best center on, in on our team. Um, Why is he, why is he starting? And a lot of people talk about, well, it's not who starts, it's who's, it's who finished. Well, tell me what happened in Atlanta the other night, because Alex Len started and finished and had nothing to show for it like I get it he's a big body he can block out but the dude can't jump over a soda can and he can't he can't move his feet um Gafford needs to get those minutes man if, if anything like the rotation needs to just be Gafford and and, and, and Rolo and bring Lennon if there's foul trouble or, or if there's quote unquote fatigue like I, I don't get it man um, I like Len. He has his moments, but he's he's the third best center on on the team, and he doesn't need to be getting the the those starting minutes, man.
0: I agree with you, man. It's it's a it's a frustrating situation. I think I don't know. Scott Brooks might just be saying F it because he knows he's he's out of a job, and he's just gonna you know do whatever he wants to do as far as rotations go. Cause it it does it doesn't make any sense to you. It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to any Wizards Twitter person. So. It really, it, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Because it just doesn't make any sense to, to to anybody except for Scott Brooks. And Scott Brooks just seems to be wanting to... He's just intentionally silly about these situations. But I want to bring it back to one thing that you actually said that I thought was a little interesting was uh, Russell Westbrook feeling like he was a rental and maybe not being here past a season or maybe even two. Um, and you, you you hear a lot about people... Um, saying he might get bought out or he might get traded during the off season. I mean, are you counting on that, or what makes you th- what makes you feel like he's he feels like a rental?
1: Um, couple things. So I think I don't know if it's next season or the season after where he has that player option. Um, I don't think he's gonna take that option because he'd be opting out of what forty seven million. Um, and I don't think he's gonna get another max contract anywhere else um so if he you know you would only see that if a he really didn't care about the money and b um he just truly didn't want to be here then then at that point yeah he would he would opt out but i don't see that i i think i think he genuine, genuinely likes it here um
0: so the 2022 after the 2022 season is when he has a player option okay so yeah after next season yeah. He okay. can opt out. And yeah, he'll be out of, he'll be out of 47 million bucks if he yeah. decided to do that.
1: Yeah. So I, I don't see that happening. But the reason why I feel like he's a rental, um, because a part of me still feels like they made this trade because um, trading Russell Westbrook would be easier than trading John Wall. So, if they really want it out of this contract where they got all this con- this money soaked up in in the point guard position, it's easier to now trade Russell Westbrook than it was to John wall like they I mean John Wall is my boy, but Houston was a sucker for taking that deal in, in hindsight. Um, but you know it, it, I forget how the first round pick works uh, works out that protected first round pick that we included, um, so maybe it works out for them in the end, but I mean, they traded Russ for John Wall, who hadn't played in two years, and which, to, to John's credit, he came back and he, he balled. But, man, that, to me, that's such a lopsided trade. Um, but it, I, I, I can't shake the feeling that um, Tommy Shepard made this deal to, to, A, make us, I guess, relevant this season, but, B, it's going to be now easier to trade Russ um, for you know, to get rid of that contract and to get like a host of draft picks. Um, so I, I mean, listen, if they if they uh if they make this move from Masai Ujiri, which I keep hearing you know, whispers about, uh, Masai's gonna trade somebody. Um, it's either gonna be Bill or Russ, I feel like. Um, so I mean, and you and you would trade Russ because. Yeah, I mean, you would trade Russ. Brad is the is Brad's team. Brad's making less money, so you you know you get rid of the bigger contract. Um, that, that's just how I feel, man. I I mean, it you know I just like I said, it's in the back of my head. Um, I could be wrong, but I guess I guess there's only one way to you know just to find out. I just gotta wait and see.
0: Yeah, definitely gotta wait and see. I think again, if we if you were to get because I think the situation is to trade for Masai reach which, I don't know, trading for a GM, interesting concept there. I mean, you, we saw Doc Rivers get traded to the uh, the Clippers when he, yeah. as a coach. Um, you know, we can see what happens. I feel like it's a little hard to just want to give Tommy Shepard just one season um, just as a GM. Uh, I feel like it'd be kind of like a disservice to him to not allow him to kind of just like ride out his contract in this situation, um, you know, yeah, we understand he likes to draft international players and you know some of the free agency stuff. It's hard to attract a person to to Washington D.C., but you know I, I'm willing to give him a chance. Um, you know he pulled off what what seems to we won the trade. It seems like as far as Wizards go, as far as you know having West, Russell Westbrook, having a chance to be in the playing game and all that. If they if they win this game, they can clinch that spot. So. Tonight's game against the um against the Pacers, we can we can clinch that spot. So we're gonna have to see what happens. Uh my main fear is Masai probably ends up trading Bradley Bill. And if that happens and Russell Westbrook decides to skip town, this team is gonna be even more unbearable to watch. So, you know, because he, he got rid of DeMar DeRozan, and DeMar DeRozan was, if not their best player, their one a best player next to Kyle Lowry and you know obviously Kyle Lowry got to win the ring and you know he might even be leaving the the Raptors himself this season so we're going to have to see what happens man but as far as my thoughts about him possibly leaving I think it's more than possible that it will I don't think it's going to happen this season probably after he's probably I don't think he's going to get like a legacy contract or anything cuz uh you know he could go back to OKC but then they still have Shai just alexander so he'd be like more of a mentor or, like, a grizzled vet to anything. So, I don't know. It's kind of like a lose lose situation for him at that point.
1: Yeah, I feel you, man. I mean, listen, it, it, it would make the most sense to stay put, I think. Um, especially seeing how we, you know, we, we finished off this season, you know, playing, playing really good ball. Um, you know, and then you got Thomas Bryant coming back and you're going to have a new coach. Um, so I mean, I think the writing's on the wall to be an improved team next year. Um, but if Russ Upson decides that, hey, you know what, I want to play for a contender. If he if that nerve gets gets strung, I mean, then what are you going to do? Because that, that we're not contenders. Um, so, but 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 it, it, in in the most likely scenario, he's he's here. Um, and then we'll we will probably be signing him to a new contract in, in two years.
0: Yeah. Like, like we both said, we're going to have to wait and see, man. But on to this next, and we, we kind of already alluded to it, was the fact that uh, the Wizards are kind of still TBD about Bills' return. We got these next two games. What's your outlook on it right now?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I saw Sham's report the other day that he was going to miss the game tonight in Cleveland. Or against Cleveland, right? Um, and you know that that wasn't an official word, um, but and now I see that the Wizards reported it last night. So Sam's got the inside track somehow. So I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep him on notifications. But um, I, obviously, I think you know I think we're one in ten without Beal or whatever whatever it is some some ugly record. Um, they got to step up, man. I mean, they had the two games against Atlanta. They played really well for the most part. Lost by, you know, like a hair on both games. Um, so I feel like they know what they need to do to kind of make up for that after.
0: <laughs> we definitely. Keep- uh-huh. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. I thought I, I thought I, you were ca- We were caught off for a second. That's no, all good.
1: Um, I just, Man, I was just saying that, you know, we, we got to step up, man. I, I keep, I keep. You know, calling Garrison Matthews' name, man, but he keeps night like, like not delivering. Um I, I I have hope for that boy, man. But he's um he's just he's he's more like a one-trick pony, it seems. Just trying to shoot threes and 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 draw that foul. Um, I really wish he was more than that, man. I, I had hope for him. Um I'm really I'm really excited to see Chandler Chandler Hutchinson get more minutes um and see him develop because I really think he has some pretty good upside. Um, so you know, hopefully they can put it all together
0: tonight, man. We need this win. Well, it might be because we saw Rui Hachimura step up at, at points of the season, so it might be time for him to do so. Um, I mean, again, he's probably their best ro- team, third best player on this roster after Russ and Russ and Bill. So it's time for him to put up a couple twenty point games and do some clutch things because it's not going to be anybody else other than Russ. If Bradley isn't on that court. So we definitely need him to step up. We know he can step up because he has, throughout this season, throughout his his short career. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm hoping to see him do something great. Cause at this point, we we needed we need to clinch this this playing spot, and we need to win out in order to get that eighth seed. Which again, get that eighth seed. All you gotta do is win one game. All you gotta do is beat uh, the Pacers or not the Pacers, but all you gotta do is beat. Uh, The 7th seed, who is escaping my mind right now. All you got to do is beat them once. You got to beat somebody once. And that's all I care about. I'd rather play against the 76ers. No, I'd be okay with playing against the Nets over the 76ers because we have a better track record against the Nets. But that's probably not going to happen. That's just fool's gold. But yeah. Yeah, man. I think the 7th seed
1: is Boston, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Um... And yeah, that's, and that, that's that's a hard victory. I mean, even without Jenlin Brown being there, yeah, um, I I don't trust Boston though. I really don't. Um, you and me both, because Jason Ta- Jason Tatum is your best player. You don't necessarily have a dominant player on that team that can carry you to big victories. I mean, Tatum and JB are great, but they're not dominant yet. Right, 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 right. So I honestly
1: would like our odds in that matchup. Um, i i think it's it's one and one a with the nets and the and the sixers i think you know different teams different ways they can beat you obviously but um i know that the the nets big 3 s- still have only played seven games together but i think that um they're all they're all healthy at the at the at the right point and they'll be able to spring together um uh, string together um some good playoff wins together um and we probably we probably won't see their their actual weaknesses until like maybe second round or the Eastern Conference Finals when they start playing like some real competition. Right. Um, but I I don't know who I would rather play with those two. But I'm I'm just I'm glad that, that we're here.
0: So the Nets are actually on a little bit of a hot streak right now too. They won their last three. 76 Sixers have lost their last two. Um, and they're just getting out. I mean, they got outplayed last night. So we're going to have to see what happens, man. I'm excited for this playing thing, man. LeBron James can say whatever he wants to say about it. Uh, Luka Doncic can say whatever he wants to say about it. But this makes the regular season a lot more f- interesting, a lot more fun to watch, especially at the end of the season. So I don't know. I don't know. Ho- hopefully they can keep it going for the next couple seasons. We'll see what happens. But I like this playing spot so far.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like you said, it gives us something to, to watch regular season is such a, a bore. Um, but now you got this 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 little tournament right at the end to the, for that final seeding. Meanwhile the the top six teams get some get some time off. I like it.
0: Yes sir, yes sir. Marcel, man, before I let you go, um anything else that you wanna say to the Witches Junkies faithful?
1: Fire got
0: Brooks. That That's- is it. That is the main energy every time. Mr. Bradley Bill, please get healthy, man. I know what it's like to get a hamstring injury. I've had those. I, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm comparing a high school track career to a, a professional basketball career. But, like, I know what it's like to strain a hamstring. I know what it's like to pull a hammy. It, it, it does take a little – it takes, like, a, a week to really get over that. And that's even as a 17- 18-year-old. So I can't imagine what it's like when you're 26, 27. So – and that's still young, too. Like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Either way, yeah. Mr. Bradley Bill, I hope that you get uh, better soon, sooner rather than later. And uh, we'll see you soon out there on that court, man, because we need you. We need you bad. But with that being said, man, thank you for listening to this Wizards Junkies episode. We will see you soon. We are out. Bang!